0: The following is a presentation of Muddy River News. What kind of shows will you see on Muddy River Gems each month? The same award-winning storytelling from Mark McDonald and crew that you enjoyed for nearly 20 years on PBS. Muddy River Gems with host Mark McDonald. A new episode every month online from Muddy River News.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to the Daily Muddy. I'm Ashley Conrad and joining me today is Joel Cook. And Joel, you are with the Exchange Club of Quincy, is that correct? Yes, I am. All right, welcome. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for coming in. Um, So today we are chatting about something that is super cool um a lot of people in and around Quincy have probably seen uh what we're about to chat about it is uh flags of honor which culminates into the field of honor okay so flags of honor are um if you've driven around neighborhoods on so shoot me the dates that these flags are so they're on
0: uh, they're on four holidays okay Uh, the first one's memorial day here in uh, two weeks okay um and then we have flag day fourth of july and labor day okay
1: and these flags are at um residential Mm
0: -hmm. right residential some of them are commercial um you'll see some of the businesses get them up sometimes okay
1: all right so um, the flags of honor are basically so. Let me see if I get this right. And if I get it wrong, just correct me, okay? So real quick, you are the secretary of the Exchange Club of Quincy, yes. is that yep. correct? Current secretary okay.
0: and I'm past club president.
1: Past club president. It's the
0: best title you can ever have,
1: right? <laughs> past. And you're like, I did that. I paid my dues, yep. right?
0: You're gonna tell people what you used to do back in your day, and then you don't have to worry about it. But
1: I will say, secretary is uh, also a very, very important job, and a lot of times it's kind of like the lifeblood of, of the
0: organization yep. because you're in charge of and it's just. Everything, yeah, right. The last secretary resigned, so I just stepped in for the rest of the year because I, yeah, I don't like self punishment. So, you know,
1: (laughs) thank you for for stepping in. I'm sure uh, I speak for the entire Exchange Club and uh, Quincy because you guys do so much, uh, not just the flags. So, we'll get back to that in just a second. But the Exchange Club has a long history, period. Oh, yeah, but also a long history in Quincy. Yep. Okay. So, can you give us an idea, just a quick like elevator pitch of what the Exchange Club does and kind of how it came to be. Yeah,
0: so uh, the Exchange Club was founded originally in 1911 uh, by uh, Charles Berkey. Okay. Um, it was based on the idea of we want to exchange ideas. It was all businessmen in uh, in Detroit um, and they just pitched ideas to each other and they just started meeting I don't know if it was weekly or monthly. Yeah, just regularly. Um, But they they started meeting regularly, and then they started expanding and they incorporated. Okay. And uh, we were one of the first clubs outside of Michigan uh, to form, Um, I don't remember the exact year, I think it was 1919. I was gonna
1: say, it was like 19, it was early 1900s, I do Uh, remember that. And then we had
0: to disband in 43 because of World War II, and then we started back up under a new charter number in 1946, so we've we've got 76, uh, 77 years, because it was March. Excellent.
1: That's quite a, that's quite a, quite a tenure, I'd say. So yeah. you, so you do a lot of, um, you do a lot more than just what we're talking about today, a lot oh, yeah. more than the flags in the field of honor. Um, give us kind of a couple bigger things that people might recognize, what you guys Gus take on Macker.
0: Wow. Who you doesn't love Gus the S-Macker? Macker? <laughs> I know.
1: But that is.
0: That was our big fundraiser. Okay. That was a, that was a Mike Lavery uh, special. He, he went and saw it and he really thought that we could do it. So he yeah. brought it back to the club and. We did it for 30 years. 30 years. And we put more than $500,000 back into the community because of that. That's amazing. That's amazing.
1: So, uh, but today, again, we're here to talk about uh, the Flags of Honor. And these flags are up. uh, So basically, they get a hold of the Exchange Club. Mm -hmm. Uh, If I, as an individual, you don't have to be in a specific neighborhood, but I would just get a hold of you and say, I'm interested in um, the Flags of Honor. And then you, in. like conjunction with who who helps?
0: Uh, it's the QHS football team. Okay, they, they get money for putting up. I think it's a dollar per flag that they put up. Oh wow! And since they do it four holidays, yeah, they uh, they make a good amount on it to okay. help their season along.
1: Perfect. So if I were an individual, if, if as an individual, if I would call you and say I'm interested in having a flag of honor, um, and that flag would be erected in front of my house, is mm-hmm. that correct? Yep. On these four occasions. Um, Put up and taken down by the football right, yep. team.
0: We uh, we stack them up at 6 a.m. They come pick them up, so they're usually up by seven. Okay. And uh, they usually start taking down about six o'clock at night. So okay. you got about 12 hours. All
1: right. So not only does this benefit, I think it's like thirty dollars. Thirty that right? dollars for yep. a year.
0: Yep, for a year you get yeah. four holidays, thirty bucks.
1: Yeah, you can't beat that. It's That's great. Awesome. Um,
0: and you can do it on Qflags.com too. You don't have to. Oh, okay. You don't have to know a member okay but they do make good uh, Christmas and birthday presents
1: right that is so cool and even if you want to do something nice for your neighbor
0: mm-hmm. I think that would be really cool yeah. um, I don't know his name uh, very nice gentleman that uh, Art Avercamp talks to a lot he uh, has a house on Park Place there by junior uh, high sure and he buys ten flags and puts it in the in the middle for in the everybody. middle mm-hmm. wow that's so cool it's always nice to drive by and see
1: yeah very cool and so not only is it benefiting the exchange club but the football team yep. and uh, it looks great and it shows. You know, support of our country and our mm-hmm. flag, and, and we're
0: up over 430 flags now. So I was going to ask how many. I I think the last number was 437. That's great. Um, so we're going to start asking more than just the football team. Yeah, and uh, we we're talking with QHS. I think it might be the soccer team.
1: That's a good problem to have. Yeah,
0: so yeah. we can have more kids that can help, and we can provide more money to uh, to the schools.
1: That's awesome and okay so 400 in some neighborhoods like complete neighborhoods do this oh yeah right oh yeah it's just so neat that's yeah. very cool and then of course what we were saying is uh, it all uh, culminates into the field of honor mm-hmm. which I know um, a lot of well every Quincy Ann has probably seen and a lot of people in the surrounding areas it is quite the site to take it in is.
0: it is awe-inspiring when we used to at the vet's home, yeah it was it was pretty nice but you know it was kind of hidden by the, the tree line a yeah. little bit on locust yeah and out here on blessing lot we uh we went five feet more because yeah. it's they're just in 10 by 10s uh and it used to be five by fives is the standard size that they uh advise you colonial flags okay. That's the program that we go through for that okay um so now they're 10 by 10 so it's a little bit bigger on yeah that old blessing lot but yeah. It's quite it's, impressive.
1: It's definitely visible. And the old, so it's the old St. Mary's lot, which is also, uh, you know, everybody, I'm sure a lot of Quincyans have ties to that. So just seeing something so awesome go up in that lot is really, yep. really cool. Um, also, you used to do it on Veterans Day, but um, to improve kind of, um, not just visibility, but visitorship, I don't mm-hmm. even know if that's a word, but we're gonna call it that. I, okay. I like it. So uh, on Veterans Day, it was a little cold. So now you do it, on 9 11
0: weekend which is um, also very cool i yeah. say i don't know if you've ever sat outside on veterans day at five o'clock when the sun sets. nah um,
1: no, nah, i'm not real good with cold weather i mean i'd probably do it for that for the yeah. sake of that just you know yeah, it was it's, even harkening it there yeah I especially bet. when
0: we yeah. had it at john wood with all that wind oh, that yeah. was um yeah, that's But that's when tough. we had the Blood Moon. So that was really cool. Oh, I bet that was cool. Yeah. Okay. Jeff so, Dorsey has pictures of that. Does he? Mm-hmm. We're
1: going to have to tap him for some of those. Yeah, that's awesome. But so now you do it 9 11, which is also just, uh, you know, very moving.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so you drive by and you see, of course, all of these flags, but you also have something else that's really cool.
0: Mm-hmm. So, we have the uh, Tomb of the Unknown Soldier replica. Yeah. Uh, it's a club in Rome, Georgia. So you change club at Rome. Um, they built that as a service project for something in their area like uh, 10 plus years ago. Um, everybody loved it. They brought it to a national convention and it won an award for uh, the top service project of the year. Wow. And people were like, hey, I'll pay you to come to my event. And so they've started writing it out. So, and it's not just Exchange Club. Um, not this past year in 22, but in 21, they went from Quincy to Lincoln, Illinois for. Uh, an event that they had there. They had a parade and ended up at their square okay, and they had cool. the tomb set up.
1: So do they bring like an expert with that? Does it? Oh, I,
0: every club member is an expert down there.
1: Okay. You right. are not
0: allowed to travel with that tomb unless you know all the information. Really? Mm-hmm.
1: So you're, you're set up in the blessing lot, the old St. Mary's lot there. What is that address? It's like 11th and 12th, or what is it? 10th uh, it's and Broadway? Like somewhere in there. 14
0: something Broadway. There we 14 go. 14 something. something.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, and so the flags are there the replica of the the tomb of the unknown soldier and you welcome visitors um one and all to Mm -hmm. come check it out ask questions speak with the experts and learn a little bit more it's
0: it's pretty cool um i mean i've seen it multiple times going to national conventions and everything and those people are some of the nicest people you ever meet they will sit there and they will talk your ear off if you want to hear about the tomb they have yeah. all the information oh I bet they I and bet that, they're passionate and that replica cool. is an exact scale really they uh, they were given permission from the government to actually see the original plans for the marble uh, tomb wow. so they could get it at an exact scale
1: wow that's very cool mm-hmm. and it comes to Quincy which is even cooler because yep. I mean yeah it, it is just, even driving down Broadway is just so cool to see that display. But then to get to learn something a little, I mean, I think everybody's heard of the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier, but mm-hmm. to get in, to get actually upfront and personal with right. it, you know, it's like, oh, let me ask some questions. Yeah, I just think it's very cool. It's, it's so, awesome. Yeah. I,
0: it's such a great time. I didn't see it uh, at the field in 21 because I was yeah. at the convention in Memphis, but last year, just talking to those people, they love it. And by right. the way, they also loved uh, Sprouts in the Abbey. Oh, well, there you go. They well, lost their minds on the Tenderloin that I suggested to them. Really? Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> well, I
0: think like the, that's a Quincy staple. You're right, man. the big
1: Tenderloin that kind of falls <laughs> off the plate. It is definitely a Quincy thing, but that that's very cool. That's awesome that we, uh, yeah, it brings in tours. And I know that it's not just Quincy. That's why I keep mentioning oh, yeah. surrounding areas because uh, it is such a cool, it's just such a cool event. So it is. it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And okay, so just a quick question because I'm curious. So the Exchange Club, it is is it just volunteers how does that work it's
0: all volunteer based I mean obviously we have dues um, but our national project is child abuse prevention okay Um, and in Quincy we do that but we also focus on Americanism because we do the give a kid a flag where we give out the flags in the dogwood parade that's us okay okay and we carry the big American flag in that one and in the Veterans Day parade okay we helped uh, start the fund that started CASA. We gave them $5,000 wow. at the start. I didn't know that. And uh, Mel Dillman and Linda Dillman were really big into that, and Mel was a longtime member. Okay. Um, Lots of stuff. Oh, transitions too. Transitions and okay. Cornerstone, we've we've helped out a lot too wow. because they fit our model of yeah. child abuse prevention. Because we want to stop the prevention, or we want to stop the child abuse before it starts. Sure. You know, we want to be proactive and not reactive right that's that's our goal
1: right that's awesome i see i learned something new every day i didn't realize that the exchange club was founded on that you know right. i mean i knew the American a part um and i knew you had a big part in gus Mecker, but i didn't know how i didn't know how you kind of got started That's awesome yep. yeah very cool so it is a volunteer based with dues so if someone's interested in becoming a member do they just reach out to the exchange yep. club
0: uh, you can send an email to our website go to the website there's a there's a contact us with an email, it goes straight to our treasurer. Okay. Um you can also just show up to a meeting. We meet at the Elks. Uh lunch starts at eleven forty five. It's twelve dollars to eat lunch. Unless you're a prospective member, then it's free yeah. for the first go.
1: Excellent. And they do have great food down there. I can they speak I can speak to that person. Excellent
0: food. And at yeah. least once a month we get fried chicken. Yeah. And, and it's, it's so good. And the awesome. That's the meeting you need, you need to make. Yeah. That's the fried chicken meat. That's awesome. That's awesome.
1: Well, uh, I appreciate everything you're doing. Yep. This is so cool. Uh, so if you're interested in becoming a part of the exchange club, reach out. Uh, also, if you're interested in the Flags of Honor, um, they can go to Quincy, what is it?
0: You can go to our website or Qflags.com okay. That's uh, the direct site for the flags itself okay. and sign up online.
1: Perfect. And it's $30 a year and that is uh, um, put up and taken down four times a year. And what better way to support the exchange club and uh patriotism and exactly. americanism and, and it goes
0: right back in, into the community because we go. don't uh, we don't send our money elsewhere
1: very cool and then your flag will be a part of the field of honor exactly. which is very very cool yep yeah thank you so much it's,
0: it's not named though so you, you gotta you gotta make believe which well you just
1: yours, pretend but. this one's mine and you just tell everybody maybe go outside to
0: like mark your, your yeah Pole or something, but don't mark the flags. No, not the do flag. That. No.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much. I You're appreciate welcome. you coming in and chat I, with I me. I appreciate it. it was All great. Right. Coming up, I sit down with Jessica Pittman to learn a little bit about Quincy Montessori School. Instant Replay is
2: your local sports bar. With 18 big screen TVs, we have all the sports packages from college games to pro games. We offer daily drink specials and come check out The Bullpen, our newly renovated beer garden. Instant Replay, 2739 Chestnut in Quincy. A great night's sleep
1: starts at Harvey's Furniture. Check out the large selection of complete bedroom sets. And when it comes to mattresses, we have a full selection from Vemco, Spring Air, and Chatham & Wells. Harvey's Furniture, our home, your home. Are you looking for the perfect venue for your next special event? Check out Utopia Event Center. Utopia has a large banquet room and an awesome bar area, perfect for anything from birthday parties to formal corporate meetings. It also offers a photo booth, stage for a DJ or a live band, and a fully stocked bar, all for only $300. Check us out at utopiaeventcenter.com or call Barn at 217-430-6559 for more information. Utopia Event Center, 900 North 12th Street in Quincy. The Liquor Booth is your home for a huge selection of beer, wine, and spirits. The Liquor Booth has two locations in Quincy, 3520 Broadway and 1500 North 12th Street. The Liquor Booth, where it's always happy hour and welcome back joining me now is jessica pittman and jessica you are with the quincy montessori school correct okay welcome thank you yeah excited to be here yeah i'm excited to have you because i have a lot of questions so um embarrassingly enough i i do i did know that quincy had a montessori school that's about the extent of my knowledge um and i would imagine i'm not alone there because a lot of people when you hear school you think public and private right Right.
2: correct yes and we are relatively new okay um we've been around since about 2016 okay as a homeschool co-op is really all that started out as so um so it hasn't been that long that we've been an official school with like full full-time school times right. and, um, and all the, the full schedule and things sure. like that. So I'm not totally surprised. Okay. Plus, Montessori is just a weird word to say. You so know, just sort of like, it what is.
1: That? And the first thing that pops into my head, and I don't know if this is even, like, in the realm of what Montessori is, but it's very um, – um this is going to sound terrible – like, nunnery almost? Oh, like, I yeah. just feel like Montessori, the Abbey, like, I just kind of feel churchy, <laughs> right? And I don't even know if that's even <laughs> – even on the same wavelength, but that's why you're here. So um, Montessori, in my mind, or just from the little that I know, is a very um, hands-on, um, consistent Type of curriculum and environment where, and this is kind of where the extent of my knowledge ends, um, you have the same teacher for a certain amount of years. That is correct. You have smaller class sizes than a typical um, school, and your curriculum is different in the fact that it is very uh, much uh, more focused, I think, on life skills and independence and teaching. Okay. See? I'm not going to boast or anything, but yeah, I was like, okay, I think I know a little bit about it, but can you give me a background of um, what Montessori is, where it kind of originated? Sure, absolutely.
2: So Maria Montessori is who started Montessori Education, named after her. She was the first female doctor in Rome and um, was the, you know, at that time it was like turn of the century 1900s Um, and so there weren't a lot of women who were going into medicine and so she went into medicine was all about studying and looking at children especially and what do they need she started working with kids who um, had special needs who didn't who were impoverished all kinds of things like that people who people around her said these kids can't learn and she said let's just let's just watch let's observe let's see what they can do and through giving them what they needed she was able to make all kinds of gains in education and so then she started trying this with other types of kids right and just and other settings and went to um, she she went to India and did it for a little while and just saw like no matter where I go if I am truly observing these these children, as the scientist that I am, as the doctor that I am, and seeing what they need, I'm seeing these consistent things. So she was saying, like, here are these kids and they have need for really tactile objects to work with, and um, they need these practical life skills. They want to do things that adults do, but we need to give them child-sized tools in order to do this. So let's give them child-sized chairs, let's let them work on the floor, let's let them, um, don't just throw a bunch of numbers at them and say, let's memorize them, let's look at what does two mean like here are two objects let me hold two things not just memorize like this is what a two looks like yeah and so it's montessori um, philosophy continues to be that where it's very hands-on it's very tactile the materials are amazing and um, are just allow you to not just memorize what something is but truly understand it by working with the materials
1: right relate it to some some real life stuff exactly yeah i feel like that's I mean, God bless her for for right. you know figuring this out exactly. because it feels like you should just that would be oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Right. But even looking at public so I'm not knocking public and private, I'm not right. knocking that. Right. It's just there are there there are definite uh differences when it comes to how each child learns right. and sometimes um the curriculum that children have mm-hmm. may not be appropriate for right. the you know kind of the growth mm-hmm. that they're c- capable of. Right. I guess. And as
2: a parent and as a previously public school teacher, I would see that like not every child develops in a linear path right you know, at the same time as their same age peers. Right. And I've seen that in my kids, I've seen that in my students and that ability to say, what does this individual child need? Sure. And let's do that. Yeah. So if they're three and they're interested in letter sounds and want to start reading, they might be ready to do that. Right. But there might be a five year old that says, I have no interest in yeah. learning letters right now, but they might have like their brain may just love math and you're yeah. ready for that. And so it's like, okay, let's, let's take those things. Let's see what you're ready for. Let's feed those things to you and let's see what you're truly interested in. And yeah. if you're interested in this, you're going to naturally want to do those things. Absolutely. And we you know children are just little sponges. And yeah. so when they're exposed to a really content-rich environment and all these different opportunities, then they pick up just amazing things. Yeah. It's far more than we to think that they're going to and I
1: see that in my own home so of course Mm -hmm. you know speaking of every kid is different my oldest is uh, well I mean she's she's just great at almost everything she does you can tell that she has uh, passion towards you know reading and writing um, orderly thing you Mm -hmm. know just basically control she's very alpha she's very you know she knows what she wants to do my youngest I'm like okay she does not like reading she does not like writing But she is a whiz at math Mm -hmm. and loves it. Right. So we try to do things that kind of cater to um, what her passion is while still Mm -hmm. trying to teach her, you know, the importance of reading and writing. And And there's so many,
2: you know, you can pull math and reading into just about anything. Yeah. So we do a lot of focus on um, science and culture, geography, things like that. And you can pull math and reading into any of those things. Right. So you have a student who's really interested in Europe and you say, oh, well, let's see how many flags we have here and the, how many countries do we have in here? Let's, you know, you can right. pull and you can read all kinds of things about it. And so, again, just offering those opportunities, seeing what kids are interested in. And then we also have, like, as far as our schedule goes during the class day, um, there's not a lot of whole group instruction. So it's the students come in, they're able to look around and say, what is it that I would like to work on first? And then they wow. get to go choose that. And so they're able to... Um, to make a lot of decisions on their own there's prioritization that they're having to do and also not just waiting around for a teacher to say okay now do this now do this right now do this and so developing those self-care like initial skills of initiative and being able to do that and we spend a lot of time working on the idea of completing a work cycle which what that is is being able to choose a material that you want to work on to actually do the work and then put it all away before um, someone else has it and so that you know, that whole process the of being cycle able to start something, yeah. complete it, put it away and then choose something else. And again, just those those are just practical life skills yeah. that, as an adult. You need as well. Sure. And, um, and and some, some adults don't have that. Right, yeah. Yes. yes. Which mm-hmm. I mean,
1: again, not blaming any particular particular school right. or environment or right. curriculum. Oh, yeah. But yeah, this is just this is so interesting yeah, to me. It yeah. really
2: has been after having worked in a variety of different school environments and just feeling like there's just some pieces missing here. And I I love the idea that we can equip students to make these decisions. And then as a teacher, we also, we are being the observer saying like, oh, I noticed that they're they're doing this. I know what's next and what they could do to kind of enhance that learning or move to the next step. So then we're going to them and saying, hey, do you want to try this now? And then they can be like, oh, sure, yeah, that sounds interesting. And it's not like we're dragging everybody along to the next thing, but being able to use what they're already doing and then move them to the next step so I love that it's been so, so you fun.
1: just get to like you you get to experience what these kids love and kind of just softly guide them in uh-huh. certain directions without like strong or I love that yeah
2: and actually in Montessori schools we call the the lead teachers lead guides like you because that's really what we're doing we're trying to yeah. make the environment already so rich that they're learning something just by picking something up sure. That we are not the whole the sole holders of the information but that they can learn yeah just by being exposed to these things and we just guide them to the next step right and then we also have um there's three three years in one classroom so three three three-year-olds four-year-olds five-year-olds and actually into that six-year-old year year are all in the classroom that i teach in for instance and then our our elementary class is first through third grade okay six to nine-year-olds so then they are also learning from their peers sure so you know that four-year-old sees a six-year-old doing something like, oh that looks interesting. I'm just going to sit here quietly by them and watch what they're doing. And before you know it, they've either picked up some of that information or that six-year-old is then being a teacher, which we know as educators is how people learn best by teaching others. And so there's all kinds of interaction and communication going on and collaboration. And it's just these skills that we want adults to have yeah. they're being able to develop by the environment that, that they're put so cool. in and so I, there's some really neat things
1: about that it. is very cool and I did want I didn't mean to cut you off but oh, I did want to mention you are a lead teacher at, right. at yes. the Montessori mm-hmm. okay I forgot to mention that but yeah. so
2: yeah how so very I, cool yes yes I really love it I
1: bet so how big is the Quincy Montessori School and am I even calling it the right name yeah. okay yeah, absolutely.
2: okay you All absolutely right. are. Um, yes so we have um, this year we have 18 students in our well So our our primary class, which is our three to six-year-old class, um, some kids go all five days, some go three days, some go two days. Um, So we have about 21 students in that primary group, and then we have 10 students in the elementary group. Um, Okay. Now, next year, we are very excitingly going to be opening a second primary classroom. Okay. We've had a wait list of 100 plus for a couple years that yeah. we just keep feeding this giant waiting list. And so we thought, you know, this is showing us we're having consistent interest in the school and the educational model. Let's go ahead. And um, we are housed at Salem Church in um, okay. Ninth and State. And mm-hmm. they had some space available that they were so, they're wonderful, wonderful um, landlords that allow us to have this classroom space. And they had some extra space that they're willing to um, let us move into. So That's we're amazing. working on renovating that to have a whole a second. Um, primary, primary classroom class. and then we're hoping to expand our elementary classroom a little bit as well. That is so cool. So well cool. yeah I
1: mean you did mention your waitlist before we uh, started chatting which it is of course a testament to what you're doing there. It's just so great. Um, I really love it. But okay just so you mentioned primary and elementary. Uh-huh. So what grades is is it just? Right.
2: So our primary class again, three to six year olds. So we have pre-K and kindergarten in that one classroom. Okay. Um, and then our elementary is six to nine years old, which is really first through third. Grade. Okay. Okay. So um, and then we do a little bit of flex between sometimes if we've got a kindergartner. Who is ready to move on to something that they're working on in that elementary you know they might gotcha. pop over for a little bit so we gotcha. have that flexibility to again yeah. meet kids where they are that and, is so neat. and you know push when they are ready to be pushed or yeah. you know pull back and repeat some things when they're ready Needing sure. that and so it's just really facilitating free. yes
1: i love yes. that yes. i think that is just uh it, it can't you can't go wrong right with that right you yeah. just can't yeah. that is so that And is again so, as and so a cool.
2: as a teacher and as a parent you know i I have two of my three kids have been able to go through the Montessori school, yeah. and um, and it's just I see that and I'm like, oh man, this is what was missing yeah. before, and yeah. um, I I love it, and I've seen the the longer my own children are in it, the more and more I believe in it because I'm yeah. like, oh, this is this is per this yeah. is what they need. Sure,
1: absolutely, I love it. So um, you did mention uh, the additional classroom that mm-hmm. uh, that is coming. Is that, is that next year? Yes. Okay. Next year. Okay. Yes. Um, and of course. That doesn't come free. Correct. Right? So <laughs> Correct. Um, you do fundraising, I assume?
2: Yes. Okay. Now, yes. are you a
1: non-for-profit or how we does are. that okay. Yes, we
2: are a 501c3.
1: 501c3. So you primarily function on um, donations. Correct. And that yes. comes from, um, you know, of course, uh, the enrollment, but uh-huh. also, is it like capital? yeah we've got how a capital you, campaign going on okay. right now
2: and then just a lot of applying for a lot of grants yeah <laughs> so.
1: yeah no now if i want if if i see the beauty in this do mm-hmm. i i mean can i donate
2: or how does oh, that absolutely. work okay yes. um so if you go actually to our our public facebook page uh-huh. which is um just quincy montessori school okay. or you can go to our website which is quincymontessori.org Dot org, um, okay. there are links to our we have a give butter a give butter website okay that is Fueling our um, the fundraising, our, yeah, our capital campaign is going okay. through.
1: perfect. So that's yeah. awesome. Okay, one more time, shoot that website out there in the Facebook okay. page, just so. Okay. Um.
2: The, so the website is www.quincymontessori. QuincyMontessori.org. Okay, and then the Facebook page is just Quincy Montessori School.
1: Quincy Montessori mm-hmm. School. So um, you're doing amazing things, and I'm so glad to learn a little bit more about it. Um, anything else you want to chat? I mean, I feel like there's so much we could chat about, but there,
2: there just is so much. It's just a really beautiful, you know, way of going about things. And again, yeah. teaching so much independence with the students. Do a lot of we do a lot of cooking yeah. in school. We do a lot of just those cleaning skills. We we do polishing and whisking and like that is so all cool. kinds of sweeping and their, their snack, like they are doing it when they are ready for it. That yeah. you know, it's we don't have one set time, but it's like they're listening to their body and figuring out when they're hungry right. and having that and preparing it and cleaning it up after and all that kind of stuff. So Very um, cool. something that we, we love being able to teach those independent skills. Yeah,
1: as well. I did notice one thing I just, I'm, no, I'm just going on and on and on. But uh, so I was looking at, I think it was the Facebook page, and you had like a little kitchen setup with um, pictures and, you know, the glasses. I'm like, oh my gosh. I, when I was a kid, I would have loved right. to be able to experience that. Right. Just kind of the, it's almost like you're playing pretend, but you're not. You're right. learning. Yeah. Right,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not everything. We use a lot of glass materials in yeah. the classroom, Wood, natural materials, but also breakable things because yeah. that is, again, a natural consequence is if you drop something, sure. it's going to break. And yeah, you understand that, and you learn how to then get someone get help to clean it up safely, yeah. and all of those kinds of things. And um, and again, practicing all those individual skills on a small level on a, a size that is manageable for sure. a child, and also just learning how to care for what's around us. So yeah. you know, we use this tiny glass pitcher with care because we know that it will break, right. and that you know sometimes those accidents happen. Right. And it's okay too. Sure. So.
1: Ah, Jessica you'll have to come back on and chat with me more because I have really really enjoyed learning a little bit more about Wonderful. this the Quincy Montessori School me. of course um, Quincy Montessori School in Quincy uh, where where's the physical location again? Um,
2: ninth and state okay
1: all right um, so if you're interested in learning a little bit more about this or uh, donating um, and helping support the cause of Quincy Montessori School reach out uh, go to their Facebook page reach out to Jessica and thank you so much again I appreciate, thank you. It. I appreciate it yeah all right I think that does It for today. We'll see you back here tomorrow for more daily muddy.
0: Muddy River News, our home, our news.